Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit ChevroletOffers.ca. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. going on everyone welcome back to another episode of the pesky report this is episode number 199 brought to you by belly up sports media my name is brad chandler with me today i am joined by joined with whoever i'm really distraught right now but um we have ryan brady and we also have hogdale gentlemen i would ask how we're doing um Brady, I know you're doing a lot better than I thought uh, yep. you would be, but uh, Hogdale, how are you doing, bud? Well, if I was going to describe how I'm feeling, I- I'd probably say it's like I woke up and uh, I poured my bowl of Cocoa Puffs, but instead of Cocoa Puffs, there's petrified pieces of shit, and that's the cereal. So that's probably how I'm feeling. Well, uh... hmm. Hmm, exactly. And hmm. I guess it's a good tome to uh say say something about. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so to every, everybody out there, uh we were chatting beforehand and before we, we joined the episode or joined the joined the recording, uh Hogdale misspelled time and spelled oh. it tome. So that's the that's the joke right now. Uh Brady um, how are you doing, boss? Listen, uh, there's been a lot of crazy shit happening in the baseball world, right? And, and and we're no exception, right? We got some good news, we got a lot of shit of bad news, but we're gonna we're gonna march on together. We're here, we're here to support each other. So for anybody who's not following like Red Sox news mm-hmm. uh and everything, um Today is December 8th, 2022, and this morning, I woke up and pulled uh, pulled out my phone, like I do every morning, and I'm going through it, and uh, the athletic, I got the athletic notification. That was the first notification I got, and it it said that Xander Bogarts was was in an agreement with the San Diego Padres. Mm. Now, in my groggy state of mind, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I open it up, I read it, and I'm just going to be dead honest, like, and, and and not being serious here, but it's literally how I felt 
Um, this morning when I woke up and read that, I really wanted to eat a fucking bullet. It's just, it's, it's one thing, you know, what? like suicide's not, not, not a funny thing to talk about and shit, but I was really upset and I thought it was all a dream. Like I kept that, uh, like I was at work looking at my phone. I was like, Oh, you know, I'm not at work. I'm sleeping still, you know, like there's no way that Xander actually signed with the San Diego Padres. And then like, as the day went on, it was like, no, this is real. Well, like this Brad, is legit. You know, it was awful, Brad. <clears throat> I was coming home last night from a late flight and I keep hitting refresh on Twitter. Kind of like Bloom. Kind of like time. Did you have that but, blank stare in your face? Oh yeah. Well, as soon as I saw the contract, I was like, got it. Right. I, I really did. It, it was right. But the worst part is I knew you were sleeping. Right. I swear to God, my first thought was fuck. Then it was, all right, I didn't want to do that. Then it was, what are we going to do next? And then it was you. Like it was, it was very, it, it only took about probably a minute and a half to get to Brad. That's real. Right. And I was like, fuck, he's starting his day to this shit. I actually thought about calling you at about 1.45 in the morning. To be I like, would not have answered. I was like, hey, buddy. Hey, hey, listen. I probably, little- if I answered, if you woke me up at 1 o'clock in the morning to tell me that Sandra <laughs> signed with the Padres, I'd not only like curse, curse you, I'd be like, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't go back to sleep. That yeah. was literally how I woke up. I uh, like, I wake up at four o'clock every morning on the weekdays, right? I, I worried about you. And it usually takes me about 20 minutes before like, I'm like, actually like, all right, let's get ready for the day. I probably stayed in bed reading and reading and reading about this, this situation for like, I should leave my house probably at four. 4.45 in the morning so that I could be at work at 5, right? Mm-hmm. I was still in bed reading about this at 4.50. <laughs> that checks out. I was, still, I was still on time to work, though. Nice. But I was... Jaw, jaw just dropped. So, I mean, honestly, guys, like, what were your thoughts when you, when you saw that Xander uh, side with the Padres? Man, like, I found out the the inverse of you. I was about to go to sleep and end my day. And I was like, you know what? Today's a good day. And then I saw the news and I'm like, I don't want to wake up in the morning. I'm going to go to bed and I don't want to wake up. But yeah, I sat there and I woke up this morning and I thought about it. I'm like, 11 years? What the fuck? What kind? What? (laughs) You know, that's not even the part that like got me. It's like, why the Padres? Like, not not why did Xander pick the Padres? Because I mean, someone gives me eleven years, two hundred eighty million dollars. Yeah, but what the fuck is, are the Padres doing, dude? They are done with Tatis. Like everything that they've said internally and showed with their actions, they're done with them. Like it really does seem like that. But it, technically, like if you look at them right now, how many fucking shortstops do they have? Too many. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, outside. I, so I'm, I'm tired of this. The whole like, oh, Manny Machado's a third baseman. No, he's the shortstop. Mm-hmm. He just went to third base so that you know Tatis Jr. would stay at shortstop. You know, so you got you got Machado, you, you have Tatis as of right now. Now you have Bogarts. 
And then you have what's his name, Kim? I think so. He's yep. he's also played. He's been playing shortstop. I believe Cronenworth's a natural shortstop as well, but he plays second for him. <laughs> and, and then now, like I'm hearing people saying that there's Bogey's going to be playing second. It's like, no, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> he is no, absolutely not. not. Like, in, you don't sign a guy for 11 years so that he two hundred eighty million dollars so that he could just be like, yeah, I'm going to go to second base. All I'm saying is future Red Sox. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. It's different in my head because listen, the Padres are giving up on him and I simply don't get it. Is he immature? Undoubtedly. Yes. Did he make a really dumb mistake with Sarah thing? Yes. Is he a more reckless biker than Chris sale? Absolutely. But at the same time, he's tw- <laughs> how, how old is a uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. Guys 13. <laughs> he might as well be. He's 23. He's 23 years old. He has so much time to like to figure things out, put it back together. He's dude legitimately with top five player in the league potential, MVP potential, a shortstop who can hit 40 bombs and ideally play a really good field. And he's a maniac on the base paths. I'm sorry. I, I, it's better money than not that he's going to figure it out and become himself again. It's It really is. <laughs> Brady. I got to be honest. Mookie is the one that hurt that real me. bad. Like Mookie, no knock on Xander. I'm not even Mookie's a generational player, right? Like Xander Bogarts is our guy, but I don't think he's a top three player in baseball. Like that's not if I'm being true serum. Mookie is in that in that realm. That hurts so much that this one just felt like, yeah, I, I'm but I it's hard to see. To yesterday was such a positive day. I, I woke up and I got a fucking closer, bro. Fucking Heim went out and got me. We'll talk about that. But I'm saying it was such a great emotion of a day. But here's the thing: there are five stages of grief, Brad. Okay, all right. So the first, you got denial. All right, and yeah, when I first read, it, I was like, "Fucking this bullshit, fake, fake this, fake news, fuck this shit." Right. Then it was anger. Yeah, I stayed there for a little while. I'm not going to lie. Where I was like, this cheap motherfuckers, we don't sign anybody. What the fuck are you fucking kidding me? I was there. I was up to about 4.30, okay? And I'm now, I'm now in the third phase. I'm stuck here. I'm in the bargaining phase. That's where I am right now. Where I'm already going, this is where it's going to be okay. I don't get this, but I get that instead. It's all going to be okay. So I'm going to stay stuck in the bargaining phase. Because I don't think I'm ready for depression. Fuck that. It's almost <laughs> Christmas. I can't be there. And then acceptance. Mookie broke me. I've already accepted it. And truthfully, an 11-year deal. Dude, I wouldn't want to buy a car for 11 years. Like, how many things would you really want to commit to for 11 years? For real. It'll be 41. That's insanity. That is fucking bananas. If he can, was 24. Can I just... I would like to say say one thing, dude. So I don't understand, like, these people, the sort of like, oh, you guys should have matched it, blah, 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 this, that, and the other no. thing. Not in a hundred years and not in a million years should they have matched it. <clears throat> My go-to when people say, oh, you should have given him the big contract. Miggy. Yeah, pretty much. That is not aged that well. I mean, how old is Cabrera, dude? 108. All right, and on on a serious note, how old uh, is Cabrera? 
I'll look it He's up. He's got to be like 37, 38 by now. 39. About 39. There you go. Okay. So, uh, you know, 39. And <clears throat> he he was better than uh, Bogey. Yeah. Ever, ever, he well, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, without a doubt. And that hasn't aged well. So, and, it's like. And here's the thing. Like, right. I will not hear the argument they should have matched it. No. The uh, the actual argument you should be making is that maybe instead of offering him that joke for your $90 million, uh this previous offseason, you gave him your legit offer that you gave now, and that was the mistake. Why did you even let him get to free agency? The whole point of free agency is that everyone gets overpaid. That's what free agency is there for. So why the fuck did you let him get there? And this is why if they don't re-sign Rafi by the end of this offseason, I'm going to be fuming. <laughs> so that that brings me to my next point, now that you brought up Rafi, is like we've all agreed that whatever happens with Xander is going to affect what happens with Devers. Now that Xander is no longer a member of the Red Sox organization, what what do we think is going to happen? Do we think that ownership is going to drop the money? Or think, do you think that Devers is as good as gone? I think a mixed bag here. Clearly the Red Sox look at what market value is and they just want to reject it. That's it. Like they, they just fundamentally don't understand that a six years for 27 or 20 million is not market value for a star. So if you told me if they had a pick between the two, Rafi's the right choice a hundred times out of a hundred between Devers and Bogarts, it's Devers a hundred out of a hundred times. So in that vein, I think that this is a wake up call. Cause I think Heim was all in, I think it was legitimate, but I think he doesn't, I think ownership, whoever it is, not just Heim totally misread the market. But if you follow the Red Sox for long, this ownership group for long enough, they always overreact in the other way. They don't sign Lester, so they sign Price, right? This happens all of the fucking time. So the truth is, would it shock me if Carlos Correa is a Red Sox? Not really. I don't think he's going to be, but like, it's kind of their MO. They don't like to pay their own guys. That's why Nomar didn't stay. Since they've come in, it's not what they do. Why? I don't fucking know. It's really dumb. But like, we pay Trevor Story, but we don't pay Mookie Betts. Got it. Like, that's dumb because we know Mookie. But like, they're going to be okay. If, if, Devers, if Devers doesn't sign, then they're going to fucking go nuts on the next guy. But it sucks because Devers is a, is a Red Sox. Xander should be here. They should have ironed this out clearly a year ago for a better offer by a lot than they gave. I don't know if that's Henry. I don't know if that's Heim. It's a collective failure of understanding the market. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I 100% agree. In terms of, like, what to do with Rafi here, uh, I've been on the record, literally pay him whatever he wants. Do not let him leave. I swear to fucking God, I will boycott this team for a year. Do Fucking don't. You don't get to let Mookie walk and then let Xander walk and then let Rafi walk. There is zero reason to not pay Rafael Devers. Every reason, because there is, there were reasons not to pay Xander. His peripherals in terms of advanced statistics on his hitting, kind of shaky this year. They don't project great going forward. In terms of Rafi, he's a dude who's in his prime. His bat projects well over time. He can slide to DH later on in his career or to first base. 
and he's just the perfect age to pay him. He's like 25, 26. You, he is a guy I easily give a 10-year deal to. If he wants 12, fucking give it to him. I don't care. His bat projects. Pay him. For, fucking for, pay him. $14,450,000. And the Red Sox should be fucking thanking their lucky stars every day that Austin Riley took what he did so that this contract isn't as insane as it should be in reality. Because fucking, man. Because just pay him. Just fucking pay him if you don't, I swear to God. <laughs> Brad, I'm looking at some of the richest all-time contracts ever handed out. And you look at them and you ask yourself, already, do you like it, right? A-Rod, uh, 10 years, $275 million. Did that work out well? So here's here's my thing. Was that with the Yankees or the Rangers? That was the Rangers, uh, right? No, the, that was actually with the Yankees, that one. Because he the got Rangers, two mega deals. <laughs> yep, yeah. the other one was 10 years, 252. <laughs> the Yankees re-upped it and said, fuck it, we're going to pay you more as you get older, right? So that the Yankees wanted to get out from under that contract. How about the next one? Anthony uh, Rendon, seven years, <laughs> $245 million. How'd that work out? How about Steven Strasburg, seven years, $245 million. How'd that work out? All right. How about uh, let's go to another one that's already a piece of shit. Um, Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer. <laughs> yep. There you got it. Zach Zach Grinke's deal at the end. Awful. Corey Seager's deal. Awful. Marcus. I, how, how do you oh. hate this? Is, how do you hate Grinke's deal? Because he was a number five starting pitcher at the end of his career. I mean, okay, fair enough. These these mega deals. But you don't pay for the end for the end of the contract. You pay, but you pay for the front of it. You're but hoping that at least half so, of it you get their prime production. At least right. half. And then but you get the last so right with what he said. Rafi's 25. You give him 11, 12 years. Okay. So if two. he's if he's 37, 38 when this thing's done, you live with it. When you're 41, dude, I was 41 two years ago. <laughs> my my bat speed was slowing the fuck down. <laughs> Right, you'll learn about that as you get older. There's things that slow down, Brad. You got a couple years. You'll see. You'll fucking see. Yeah, Xander's gonna have a six. He's 26. So here's the thing. Now the problem is Devers got him by the short and curlies. Right. I'm the last remaining motherfucker. If you don't pay me, who are you gonna pay? Don't tell me Otani. Don't even stop with that now because ownership, management is terrified of these long-term deals. So just stop. We're not going to, we're not going there. Let's just move it on. Right. So, and I, I just got to say, it's just an extra kick in the dick that we just saw fucking the Yankees pay judge a trillion dollars. And meanwhile, we're letting our fucking guys walk. They just gave judge nine years, fucking 360 million. He's making 40 million a year till he's like over the age of 40. And we can't fucking bring back like our own guys. Fucking. Ah, uh, fuck. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's so frustrating. So I made I made a post earlier today, um, and I don't know if a lot of people actually liked it or whatever. But I don't think that the number two will be uh, a jersey that's worn uh, for the Red Sox. I don't think it should forward. be. Like honestly, and I I don't think it has anything to do with Bogey either. I think it has more to do with Jerry Remy. Hmm. I'm not saying that they'll retire it. I'm just saying they'll probably respect it kind of like they did with Clemens. Like, Maybe they'll, you know, they'll It's do... a different situation, but you had two greats that wore that number, that wore that jersey. 
and Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. One of them, you know, oh, oh, okay, you know, Remy, whatever he was as a ball player, right? We didn't really know him that well as a ball player. We knew him as a commentator, right? Yep. And then you had Bogey, who was also Remy's favorite player, also wore the number two. I, I just don't, I just don't see, see anybody else wearing that now. Maybe they'll use the number two like how the Cowboys use 88. You know, maybe when we have another franchise shortstop that wants to wear number two, if he's a homegrown guy, you know, you can give him like number Carlos two. Carlos Correa? I, I want it to be a homegrown guy that wears it. I mean, I do want Correa on this team, but if he wears number two, I feel like it's kind of blasphemy. <laughs> I'm down for it. I think – I think so, all right, we we don't have Bogey. We're, we're concerned on what's going on with Devers. Let's try to talk about what do we do to fix this, to rectify this. Obviously, signing Rafi is, you know, like, is the number one priority, or at least it should be. But we still need a shortstop. There. Do we? Do not tell me that you think that we should push fucking story over to shortstop. Oh, I'm going to tell you right now, I've done a full 180. Ready? If Hein Blooms are, are you done? In high my trust. Brady's owning. Man, if, okay, if Corey's arm wasn't fucking Stromboli, I'd hundred percent agree. <laughs> I I'm gonna say right now, if Cora if if that's what they feel, they know more than we're gonna fucking know. I'm saying that right the fuck now. They know more than we know. So if that's their go-to, that wouldn't be my first choice or my second or my third. But if that's where they want to go, I'm going to sit there and respect the shit out of it because I love Alex Cora. And I'm all my chips are all – this is Heim Bloom's team. This is it now. Devers and Sale, that's the only guys that, that are here. Oh, well, me, Matt Barnes. But he signed Barnes an extension. <laughs> this, is, this is his fingerprints completely. This is his mess – or party. So now let's go. Let's go. I would love story at shortstop. If, you know, I could confidently say that he can lift a dumbbell, you know, that is heavier than I can lift. <laughs> you know, if I can confidently say that, then I would say, yes, Trevor story easily shortstop. Cause yeah, he's do, amazing. Do you think Trevor story could lift a donut. No. Yeah. <laughs> a singular donut. But what about a like singular the donut? The, the, the minis. The, Maybe. Uh, you know, he struggled enough. Munchkins. Yeah, the munchkins. He's like. <laughs> so wait, wait. 
right, right, real quick, Brad. Dansby Swanson, does he do anything for you? That's a no. no. That's a no. That's the thing no. is, like, I like Dansby Swanson. He's a good player. I, but the problem is, is, like, you can't go get him to replace Sander. Well, like, it's just, it's such the, a risk. The, li- literally, the only way that you can rectify this or, like, do, uh, like, make this better, I, I honestly think that it's Correa. It's not yes. the only way. Well, the thing is, though, it's like no. Like, I think there. I mean, Tim made made something up earlier that like I don't think will ever happen, and if it does, I will fucking own own it. But he he's saying that we should trade for uh, Willie Adamas, and I think in that very... trade package because we also need an outfielder, which we get Christian Yelich uh, thrown into that package. I don't know about Yelich, but I really do think Willie Domus would be a good, you know, trade piece to get as a shortstop, especially if you want to invest more money and turn into the pitching instead of into the infield. Because Willie Domus is a good enough bat and he plays a solid solid defense. He's just a solid shortstop all around. He's like in that ten to fifteen range in terms of, you know, uh shortstops. You know, you wouldn't say he's top ten, but like he's he's more than just a guy. Yeah, he's good. Hogdell, you're all over it, correct, man. I, right, a, a guy like Adamas, you could still really win and build a really deep baseball team. I hate to say it, Xander Bogarts matters more for the heart, but for the mind, you know he's not going to be a good shortstop for more than another year or two. Like that's just the truth. Devers leaves, then we fucking blow it all up, right? Then, then everything is wrong. Like, don't ever charge me uh nine uh thirteen dollars for a beer at Fenway ever again. We are a poverty franchise. Oh no 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 we're afraid of commitment franchise. We're like the guy who just won't put the fucking ring on the finger because we'll, we'll take a three year deal for sure. Don't worry about that shit. But you know what? They did commit to Trevor Story to a six year deal. They absolutely did. And they made a nice little five year signing just yesterday to a, a guy who's never seen an MLB pitch ever. So you know what? I hold out motherfucking hope. There are What's what's his name, Brady? Oh, I'm gonna. Yo, is it Yoshida? Yeah, Matsusuki Yoshida, I believe. Yoshida, I'm all here for that shit. What, so, what sounds better, Yoshida or San Diego? I'll tell you what San Diego makes me want to do is take actual Xanax and fucking overdose on it and die. That's what I want to do with that. And we are. <laughs> I can I just say though, like people are reaming Bloom today because fucking that's just what people on the internet do that are Red Sox fans, just kind of a thing. But uh, people who say he doesn't care, I mean, if you've seen the stories of like you know, like how he looked like after the news came out, like he looks genuinely like distraught. And like this quote afterwards, especially that Bloom put out. After this happened, I expect fans will be hurt. I fully expect that. I expect that we're going to put this together and deliver them winning baseball. It's going to look a little different than it would have with Xander, but it's going to happen, and it's on us to show them. Like, this dude cares, and I do like that. Like, the front office guy fucking actually gives at least a little bit of a shit. And I do believe in him, but fuck, man. They need to get to work and get to work now because a lot needs to be done. Hogdale, can I ask you, though, do you you think legitimately – they made 
Xander offered that they thought he, a six-year deal that he looking at like what Judge was getting, what fucking Trey Turner got. Do you think they they made him? I think they made an offer that to save face. I don't actually. When you hear that they finished in third or fourth in terms of best offers, I think that this was the writing on the wall. Well, I think they offered him what they thought was a fair deal, and they didn't offer him what they should have known was a fucking free agent deal. I think they probably offered him like what, probably like six years, one fifty-two, like probably like a twenty-six million a year AAV. I'll probably it's probably right around there because they're like that's a fair deal that Xander would probably sign. They weren't what they weren't thinking was oh he's a free agent he wants the free agent contract fucking it needs to be nuts it needs to look crazy. Yeah, not I, something I really wanted to read here, guys. Uh, but our uh, friends over at uh, Beyond the Monster uh, made a post about. Masataka Yoshida uh, said that uh, ESPN's Kylie McDaniel on new Red Sox outfielder Masataka Yoshida, according to 10 sources he spoke to, they all thought the Red Sox overpaid by a hefty margin. One one executive went as far as to say, we thought he was worth less than half of what they paid. Hey, remember uh, a few years ago when uh, Otani was coming into the league and there was like 20 anonymous scouts who were like, he, you know, I doubt that this man could even hit at the fucking double A level. And like, that was like a real quote. And also scouts said the same thing about Ichiro. Listen, I get it. You guys just hate Japanese people. I need you to shut up. I don't care about your opinion. Please leave me alone. Like, no. And Daisuke <laughs> was going to be the, the next, you know, great. Uh, he was the next Pedro Martinez, right? You know, like... The truth is we don't know, but that's the intriguing thing, right? Like the truth really is if Yoshida comes in here and kicks the shit out of it, there's juice in a way that this fan base would fucking go nuts for this guy. There's no question about it. And if there's anything that I know about these owners, anything I know every time that things go south, they overreact like a motherfucker. And I'm here for the overreaction. I don't know if that's Correa. That's what everybody would want, right? Because that motherfucker is really good. A true serum, he's a lot better than Xander Bogarts. He's a lot better. Do you think that Cora hit him up and was like, hey, is your buzzer still working? Let's go. (laughs) It's time. Dude, as a wise man once said, only winners cheat. Like, so fucking let's go. It's time to up the cheating. Like, stop being pussies, guys. Come on. (laughs) Hey, Brad. Yeah. All right. If you told me right now, Red Sox get Jose Iglesias to be your shortstop and then go out and acquire a uh, name, your outfielder, your sexy outfielder who can DH a little bit, big slugging motherfucking outfielder. Can't you win in other ways? Doesn't it have, does it have to just be one way, right? If you told me, let's say Justin Turner came as your DH and Jose Iglesias is your shortstop and you get Sanga and Nate. Can you win that way? Your team is deep now. There's no real holes. I wouldn't hate it. I, yeah, I, wouldn't I, hate I say it that. Justin Turner, though, I mean, yeah. Well, that Mitch no. Hanniger, not getting Mitch Hanniger right now, that hurts because I think that motherfucker's going to hit a lot of home runs next year. Right? That, that one hurts. Like, I'm not going to lie. That one kind of fucking hurt. And I do think they were reserving money for Xander and didn't know. But if you told me we walk away with – with Senga, I'm starting to feel some things, right? I'm not going to lie. And your right? pants are? Yes, in my pants, in my nipples, in my pants. 
My my palms are sweaty. Hogdale's looking. Knees weak. Arms are heavy. Mm, <laughs> I'm on a sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Yo, like there's there's so many ways right now to attack it. Like, do I think that this might force ownership to go over the luxury tax threshold? Absolutely, I do. This is what I know about John Henry. That fans who say he's cheap, they're fucking stupid. He spends a shitload of money every year. This is determining how to spend a shitload of money, and they drew a line. That's the truth. We know most of these contracts end up fucking horrendous. Chris, I don't know. Yeah, right. But that was only a five-year deal. That's the truth. It was only five. In fact, Heim Bloom five years ago or whatever it was would have probably made that extension because it wasn't an 11-year contract. That is crazy. It just is. Man, fucking all I know is that if the Red Sox don't spend as much as the Yankees do this offseason, I'm going to be fucking fuming. Because they're primed to like blow past luxury tax, and they're like Ian Rodon, like hungrily. Like it seems like they're going to go get Carlos Rodon, like on top of everything they've already done, and then also maybe even do more than that. So if the Sox aren't spend, spending as much as the Yankees this offseason, we're failing. What are we doing? <laughs> you ain't winning with Judge. I said that shit for years. I'm saying longer. I don't give a fuck who says it, and give me whatever warp zorp bullshit stat you want to send. That guy is small as fuck when it matters. He ain't winning a ring. That's the kiss of death. He's a loser who plays a boombox when you win game one outside of Fenway Park, and then didn't even reach first base for the rest of the motherfucking series. That's a losing motherfucker. You know who's not a loser? Carlos motherfucking Correa. That's the truth. That guy's a fucking winner. They, oh, I want all that shit. I want him in Red Sox fucking – I want that blue that you hate. I want that fucking blue in Yankee Stadium, and I want them booing the shit at him, and he cranks a three-run jack, and he grabs his crotch, and then goes like, it's suck my dick time. That's what <laughs> yeah. the fuck I want. Yes, absolutely. And I don't, I don't know if I'm getting that, but I know one thing. They're going to respond, and it's going to be sexy. Maybe not Correa sexy. But it's going to be fucking sexy. Dansby Swanson could make me feel things too. Ed has talked me into that. It's just it's just tough because like yeah, he's rock solid defense. Mm-hmm. He's like genuinely great defender. His offense this season it's just it's so much better than like every other season of his career. And like it was in a contract year, so it just makes me nervous. <laughs> and like if you're going to spend fucking prime time big shortstop money, just go get Correa, man. Like fuck. Uh, He's the guy. Like, he is him. He can hit in the clutch. Fucking amazing fielder. Like, he's the complete package. Now, the Giants are the team, in my opinion. That That's what stands between Carlos Gray <laughs> and a Red Sox. This is a team that basically said, we're spending big fucking money. Well, you didn't get Jacob DeGrom, right? Verlander didn't go there. Aaron Judge, the hometown kid, didn't go there. Now we're getting pretty far down. Xander Bogarts is not there. It's really for them, Carlos Correa or Dansby Swanson is not that big-name fish, even though he might be a great player for them, right? He might be a, the perfect fit, but I'm sure the Giant fans can be fucking miserable. But Correa has been signing these two- or three-year deals, high AAV kind of deals, which is perfect for the Boston Red Sox. Give him fucking three years, $120 million. I don't care. <laughs> That's – honestly, I can see Hyman doing a deal like that. I, I definitely could. I don't think he's afraid to spend money. The perfect stopgap for Marcelo Meyer, three years, $120 perfect. million. 
I couldn't agree more. I don't, I don't think Carlos Correa is going with a, a, another short-term uh, contract. I well, think he can get he it. Wants, I want, if he, huh? So, yeah, if he can get it, he's going to get that long-term deal, like 100%. Yeah, he's, yeah, but – I mean, Turner just signed 11. Bogey just signed 11. I mean, yeah, but, Carlos Correa, if he doesn't get anywhere – if he doesn't get 10. The, the back issues just scare teams. Which is fair because back injuries are just kind of fucking. <laughs> yeah, but like looking ahead real quick for uh, for next off season though, right? Next off season, you have uh, potentially potentially Max Scherzer, but we know that's not true. Uh, potentially Manny Machado, Otani's the big one as a free agent. You uh, Darvish is big free agent. Uh, I mean, you you really drop down pretty quick. So like you're looking at it and you're looking ahead and you're saying this year there was so much competition for shortstops. If Dansby Swanson signs a six-year deal somewhere, eight-year, whatever it is, Carlos Correa can cash in one year $40 million and then be the only motherfucking game in town. As, as, I mean, and it would work great. And, and who's upset if Carlos Correa signs even a one-year deal with the Red Sox? I, I mean, I'm not. Dan Shaughnessy. He's fucking wow. upset about everything, though. <laughs> Brad, what's your favorite Xander moment? Uh, Do you have one that stands out? I I have to say, man, um, him and uh, Story this past season, like basically trying to show each show off against each other, you know, like who's got a who's a better defender or whatever. I felt like that was pretty cool, but um, one of my favorites is, is just watching him play in the 2013 World Series. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. rookie, just a kid playing out of position. Yep, yep. third base. I hated the fact that they were like, "Oh, Stephen Drew's going to play shortstop." No, we're going to have this new kid, Xander Bogarts, and nobody even knew how to uh, pronounce his name, Xander. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'd have to say watching him in 2013. Hogda, you got a favorite one that stands out? Man, that home run he hit, he hit off of Kermit, like, in that wild yes. game, just replays in my brain over yeah. and over again. That shit yeah. lives right in my head rent-free. It's just the best. Like, oh, man. Brings me so much joy. How about you, Brady? I well honestly it's funny you both stole the same thing. I you know 2013 seeing him play third base was was fucking amazing. Uh, seen him last year just annihilate the fuck out of a baseball was amazing. Uh I just always thought Xander carried himself in fucking class. You know, always did it. It's amazing. He's probably the only guy that could leave the Red Sox. I don't think anyone I haven't seen anyone call him a dick. I haven't seen anyone call him greedy. You know what I mean? Like he didn't get booed out of Boston, which is really fucking cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, he took a great deal. He, he he took a great deal. And it sucks, right? We all know they fucked up last spring. That's when they really yep. fucked up. Now, you can't go back in time, but it's that time again right now with Devers. You're at that moment right the fuck now. Fucking yep. damn. So, so, we move on. We wish him the best of luck, but Brad, we got some good news though. I mean, we did, we got a fucking closer, bud. 
as soon as we signed uh, Kenley Jansen. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. All the shit talking started. <laughs> oh, Evaporated. It's just like it's he sucks. Uh, it, he uh, he he blows games, dude. Every fucking closer blows a game. You know, forty one saves last year. Right, right, exactly. He led forty one. Let led the league in saves, but people still found a way to pitch because their favorite writer, Dan Shaughnessy. Is is super negative on everything the Red Sox do, and I was pretty excited for my boy Brady. You were all in on Kenley Jansen, dude. I love an ace in my bullpen. Everyone else slides down. Tanner Houck now is my seventh, eighth inning fireman. Doctor Nasty John Schreiber, let him fucking carve motherfuckers up left and right. Fucking Matt Barnes coming in the seventh inning now. That's how you win baseball games. You don't have to spend $100 billion in, on every one player. But you look at last year, Kenley Jansen had 41 saves, 48 blown saves. Okay, oh, Excuse me, seven blown saves, 48 opportunities. That's pretty fucking good. That's almost a six-to-one ratio. I'm sorry that he had that many opportunities. The year before... Uh, he had, uh, looking at it real quick, he had 38 saves. He blew five. <laughs> Year before that, in a shortened season, had 11, blew two. I mean, this guy gets it fucking done. He's not perfect, but he's here on a perfect deal. It's a two-year fucking deal, and we have a real closer. Someone who goes, give me the fucking ball. A World Series winner, an ace in the bullpen. And now you can work out backwards from that. Your bullpen is deep. Chris Martin, thank you. I don't know about Jolie Rodriguez, but I'm giving Heim the benefit of the doubt because you know what? He probably is going to be really fucking good. He probably is. But fucking Heim knew we spent money on that position like a big market fucking team. We didn't go out there and go, oh, John Schreiber, you look pretty good here. We're Good luck for your first chance ever. We're going to spend $250 million on payroll, and we're going to cross our fingers with a closer. Fuck no. Let's go out and get the best motherfucking closer available. We got him. Thank you, because a good bullpen solves lots of fucking problems. It is true. The Sox lost so many one-run games last year because of a fucking bad bullpen. So fucking many. It was insane. And yeah, now the bullpen, instead of the team's biggest weakness, genuinely looks like a massive strength going into next year. Which this is, is so. So let me let me just 
list off the names that are in our bullpen now. Okay. You got Schreiber. So I'm going by. Um, I know what you're doing. Ed has Trust actually me. put out his 2023 bullpen trustometer. Uh, and which I, which I already disagree with the order, but that's fine. That's fine. We move. I, we I move. understand. You think John Schreiber should be second. Um, Third, but, actually, but that's fine. Whatever. So on Ooh. Ed Hans' uh, 2023 trustometer, uh, we have coming in at number nine, bent neck Ryan Brazier, who I have no idea how this guy is. How is this fucker team. still on the fucking team? Oh, my I God. I know. Trust in Heim. And I'm at number at number eight, we have Josh Taylor, who barely pitched last year. If he's the number eight guy in your bullpen, you are doing something extremely right. Oh my uh, God. At number seven, we have Cutter Crawford. Okay, yeah. I like that. Yep. At number six, we have friend of the pod Zach Kelly. He looked really good last yeah, year. Yeah, he did look really good. Coming in at number five, number five, everybody, we have Julie Rodriguez. Now, remember, this is Ed's trustometer for the 2023 bullpen for the Boston Red Sox. This one kind of shocks me, but at number four, number four, who, who do we have, Brady? I'm going to did Ed go Tanner Houck here? Tanner Houck oh. is not in the bullpen on this one. That's cr- wait, our bullpen. Okay, is this is this Mister Mister Matthew? It is Mr. Matt Barnes at number four. He was really oh. good to close out the year. That's the he thing. Was. And as long as he's not closing, that's fine. Fine. In his well, in his walk too. And in so, his walk here, I love it. Uh, at number three, number three, everyone, we have Chris Martin. I say we, but this is actually Ed. Yep. Uh, at number two, this one kind of shocks me. Uh, Ed has Kenley Jansen. My boy! Uh, at number two. At number one, he didn't even put his real name. Uh, he put Dr. Nasty. Uh, <laughs> it's actually John Schreiber. Ed's really high on John Schreiber. I don't really blame him. John Schreiber's sick. So, so Matt Barnes is your number four. But Ed, for whatever reason, doesn't have Tanner Houck even in it. So if enter Tanner Houck, Burns, a former All-Star, is now your fifth best reliever. Yeah. Oh, I mean, wow. The, um, the bullpen looks great. I mean, I just hats off to Heim. He rebuilt it. So Beautifully. Can I, can I ask you guys, what Please. number do you think that uh, Masataka Yoshida is going to wear? Seven. Uh fucking 15. Okay. Uh, I think he's going to go for number three. Hey, yo, that's my favorite number. Let's go. Uh, and let's, uh, let's go over why he's going to wear number three. Is it Sandy Leon? No. Okay. It, there was a post that says that, uh, Tim just shared in the group chat, everybody. Uh, Masataka Yoshida is a left-handed hitter who grew up idolizing Bryce Harper. He wore 34 at one point in his career because of Bryce, has multiple Bryce Harper jerseys, and even named his dog Harper. That makes me feel old that, like, there are players in the league who are like, yeah, man, I grew up idolizing fucking Bryce Harper. Like, holy shit. I'm past my prime. I'm done. (laughs) I'm finished. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome, though. I love Bryce Harper. 
But Reese will wear number seven. <laughs> so, are you guys comfortable with Verdugo in right field? I'm really hating the fact that I'm going to say this. I don't think we're going to have a year with Verdugo. The signs feel like they're going to trade him. Like, because, like, the vibes the team's been putting off is they're going to move him, which is just. So, who's I, in right field? I fucking Someone hate else. that. Christian Yelich. <laughs> could be Yelich. Could be fucking Kike. You know, after they trade for Brian Reynolds. Who knows? Now, hey, Brad, I mean, I've been as the, probably the most positive I've ever been about Heimblum right now in a time that I should be falling apart, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> this I'm is gonna the denial say, stage, though. Yeah, uh, uh, bargaining, I believe is where. Okay. Bargaining no. and denial, whatever. So here, here's my bargain the other way. Ready? Heim, I know you're listening, buddy. All right. I'm going to be really good. I'm trying here. If Eric Hosmer isn't on this team, I can handle that. If he's part of the everyday lineup, I'm going to I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't fucking need, I completely forgot that he was still on I don't team. need the Jackie Bradley of first baseman on you, this team. You trade Hosmer and package up someone else to San Diego for Tatis. Yeah, it gets <laughs> done. <laughs> Get it done. Dude, fucking if how Ed, fucking hilarious Ed, with it. It will never happen, but how never, hilarious but it's hilarious. Ed brought up the possibility of like Cassis starting in triple A, and I've so violently and vitriolically hate that idea. He should be here day one. I don't care. No. Uh he's a big leaguer now. Like fucking it's his time. <laughs> See, but you're coming from from a Cassis standpoint. I'm only speaking about Eric Hosmer. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I know a cooked bat when I see a cooked bat. Yes. It's it's a cooked bat. He, he it's not there. He's got a good glove. Great, wonderful. Because everyone <laughs> knows why. you need a fucking first baseman who can pick it once in a while. Like, no, he's done. He's absolutely done. He's done. I, I have no use for it in any way, shape, and he's one dimensional. If, if Heim wants to have guys that have versatility. Hi. I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. It's not like he's playing left field or third base. Like, what the actual fuck? I know we're not paying him any money. Got it. Great. Grand. Wonderful. But now, right now, we have an opportunity right now. We didn't want our hearts to be broken. I, I sure know Brad didn't want it. All right? My, my heart is broken. I know it is, buddy. But with, with fucking heartache comes opportunity for new, right? They are going to over – they're going to react Heim knows this is his off season, and now we got to move. I think this was a plan all along. Six years felt too light for him to say yes. I don't think they really made an and they made an offer that was good enough to consider, bad enough to actually say yes to. I don't think it was a serious offer because I think they had reservations that he could play shortstop for more than a year or two. And when your best rookie is a shortstop. And maybe he's two years away. I don't think this is real. I don't think it was a consideration. They'll figure it out. 
Michael, is it Miguel Blay? Is it Blay or Blaze? Yeah, I think it's Blay. Blaze. He might he might go in a trade. I thought it was Blaze. Whatever. It might be. He might have to go. And you know what? Maybe this you don't spend sixteen million a year on Kenley Jansen to go. I guess we're rebuilding, right? No, it's not happening. No, you don't do that. So we need, in my opinion, a shortstop or middle infielder. And they need to throw someone in at DH, Brandon Drury, someone that can give you some pop and play I some versatility. I would love Brandon Drury, dude. Fucking love that as a signing. Because yeah, that is a versatile guy who also could DH as well because they want to move guys around and get multiple people DH uh, this next year from what and all the signs have been pointing to. They might have a better overall baseball team right now than they would have if they just had Xander. And, and the truth is I agree with Bailey. I root for the front, not the back. I cheer for the Red Sox. But now, I, I love Xander, and I'm glad he got paid, and he's awesome, and I hope he does really well. I love Don Orsillo. I love fucking, you know, like the whole San Diego vibe is great, and if the Red Sox can't win, I can't root against them at all. But God damn it, I know Heim's going to make things okay. I'm all fucking in. I have now, more faith now than I have ever had in Heim Bloom. Now these frauds need to go inside sign Senga. I've had enough. <laughs> that would really be a great fucking start of an overreaction right now. But if you told me what five years, 20 mil per let's fucking go. Just don't let uncle Steve and the Mets, you know, sniff around too much. Cause it looks like they're trying to <laughs> Fuck it. Brad. They're, they're going to end up paying Sanga $46 million a year. Brad, you want to want a pred- prediction real quick? Sure. What's your prediction? Within the next 48 hours, Christian Vasquez back to the Red Sox. I can see it. Right now, you need, you need, right now, the leadership is 100% questioned. You need someone who's been there in the trenches. I think he's coming back. I'm not a big money deal. It could be a, a one-year deal with an opt, a two-year deal with an opt-out. Right? Christian Vasquez is going to come back. You heard it here first. It's going to happen. Brandon Nemo just signed for eight years, 162. For with who? He signed what for who now? The Mets. The yep. Mets. Dude, Steve Cohen gives absolutely zero fucks. He gives no fucks. I respect Great. it. I respect it so heavily. Money is not real. He can just do whatever the fuck he wants. He's well, like luxury packs. You made your the own uh, a tier for me and my spending. Eight years. Go fuck How yourself. Much? 162 million. For That's insane. Oh, they gave him a smidge over 20 million for a guy who's. He's good. He's really good. I love Steve Cohen, man. He's so good for baseball. I want the Mets to win just to show like throwing money at things is actually a good thing for winning. Please. Hogdale, I think I got a Yoshida comp for you. I think he's Andrew Benintendi 2018. Good Benny. Yeah, the bat. Yeah, I can definitely see that for sure. But fucking not the fielding from what we've heard. <laughs> well, Betty wasn't a great fielder other other than that the one clutch, amazing catch in Houston, which was amazing. Uh, yeah, and, and anybody who says otherwise is a fucking asshole. Agreed. Hard agree. But man, hard agree. <laughs> uh, for sure, man. It's that catch. I just saw it the other day. It was like, holy shit! Like, I mean, in all honesty, like, there's there's so many things that happened in that season where I'm just like, I could talk about it all time. Like one of my favorites, I have a picture of it is Brock Holt hitting for the fucking cycle against the fucking Yankees. That was fun. Then fucking Steve Pierce hitting three home runs against the fucking Yankees in one game. That was cool. And then fucking Benny 
that sl- that fucking catch. Because like, if he doesn't catch that, we don't win. Listen, that was an amazing fucking year, right? And we knew they were building to something. 2016 and 17, they win the AL East. You knew they were building for it. Right now, I made it clear. What do he? What do he, What do he say? Like we, we know that you're you're broken hearted, but uh, we're gonna build a team. Yo, whatever. His ass is on the fucking line, and ownership knows. Oh, it is. Because if there's anything that uh, John Henry and Sam Kennedy love, it's playoff revenue, and they can't miss off uh, miss out on it two years in a row. Fuck Sam Kennedy. Yes. Fuck that piece of shit. I've fucking had enough. I don't even give a shit. That guy looks like he's. They aren't missing out on playoff revenue two years in a row. It's not going to happen. Sam Kennedy makes Larry Lucchino look cool. <laughs> I mean, that's just – I'm not a Sam Kennedy guy. But, Brad, I am here for the overreactions, right? I'm here for it. I don't know. Listen, Tim – Go get Jose Iglesias, trade for Juan Soto. Oh, yes. <laughs> hold up. If if you said they traded for Tatis but he was an outfielder, as I've heard that they considered him to move him off short – I don't know. Jose Jose Iglesias comes in as your shortstop and you bring in Tatis. Come on. I'm fucking here for that shit. You guys don't understand the parade I will throw if we get Tatis. Like if he ends up a Red Sox at some point. Like I, I'm so high on him as a player. It's insane to me that people are selling low on him right now. He's just way too young and way too talented. Holy shit. <laughs> the New York Mets payroll is at 325 million. Zero fucks given. And they're not Almost done. They are not done. Million over luxury tax threshold. Watch them bring back Bassett too. Cause fuck oh, that's coming. Oh, that's coming. Yep. Dude, they don't care. Like Steve Cohen has infinite money. Why would he care? <laughs> Doesn't he have to pay like 90% to the dollar or some shit like that? Yep. Yep. Zero fucks given. He's like, let's go to 400. <laughs> Dude, Steve Cohen wipes his ass with $400 million. He really does. <laughs> I mean, did you ever see the movie? Uh, I think it's The Breakfast Club. Yeah, yes. I love that. And he's like, say another one. You're gonna get it. You get another word. Every word he's like, that he's like, that's another one. That's another one. That's Steve Cohen. He's like, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna spend 15 million a year on a backup catcher. Fuck you, bitch. Like he's just doing shit that he's just it's his world. We're just living in it. They're probably not gonna win anything, and that's still cool too. Side note, Hogdale, would you for next season, would you rather have Justin Verlander or Jacob deGrom for just next year? Oh my god! Just next year. I didn't Just hold on. Are you actually fucking thinking about this? Well, it's not oh, in yeah. terms of. It's not really in terms of quality to me. It's just like literally just on a per star basis. Degrom doesn't pitch. It's so right because Degrom when he pitches, fucking, I will take Verlander a hundred times out of a hundred times against fucking Degrom. That's my point. I think they're better now. They're older, like. Like, <laughs> but they have fucking like how, how many Cy Youngs between Scherzer and fucking Verlander? And also remember these two pitchers—they've won World Series with different teams, and they were on in the rotation for the 2013 Detroit Tigers. Yeah, David Price is the only fucking only. Who? <laughs> David Price. <laughs> Price wasn't in the 13. Oh, was he in the next one? Whatever. Fucking. But I mean, imagine if they go if the Mets just go out and fucking sign like Animal Sanchez just for shits and giggles. Hey, hey, Hogdale, who was the GM of that Tigers team? I'm trying to remember. Real quick. I believe it was one uh, David Dombrowski. What a fucking talent he is for spotting fucking baseball players, huh? 
By the way, this uh this Mets these this Mets offseason really does bode well for the Red Sox because it means that we're going to beat the Mets in the World Series, you know, with that rotation anchored by Scherzer and uh, Verlander. Like it's what we're we're heading to. I just hope everyone's ready for it. Hogdale, what if we live in a world where in some crazy Holy shit. What? <laughs> what? David Robertson and the New York Mets are in an agreement on a one-year 10 million deal. Let's go. Let's go. Steve Cohen doesn't fucking care, dude. He doesn't. He's like, I'm going to win a fucking World Series for my hometown team. I don't care. Infinite money glitch. It's insane. Well, before he signs this guy, Hogdale, uh, in, in a universe where, what if Andrew Benintendi found his way back to the Red Sox? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I don't don't hate it. Again, you know, he's not uh, trying to, you know, become a power hitter as long as he's not doing that he could just if he just is himself i don't hate it we got yoshida baby we don't need that yeah did you did you see the highlight fucking reel oh yeah this is awesome this I'm is all, this is mad i'm all in on the, yeah i'm all in on yoshida no doubt about that like what's your what's your realistic realistic hope for yoshida for next year give me give me his, his uh average homers rivies uh I think his triple slash would be probably along the lines of like, you know, bat 280, get on base in a 400 clip. Uh, if he hit like 20 homers, if even 15, I'll take it. I it seems it. like he's that kind of guy. So, like the ideal Holy leadoff hitter. Guys. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, Kylie McDaniels posted up. Uh, looks like the Mets payroll for CBT purposes now is now at about $326 million. <laughs> the tiers to the CBT are 333 or 233 253 273 and 293 The last one is new. It was nicknamed the Steve Cohen tier because owners wanted to slow him down. <laughs> you tried. You tried, guys. You really tried. Fuck, it's Cohen fucking laughed at their tax. It's hilarious. He makes the Dodgers look cheap. He does. He makes you know? everyone else in the fucking league look cheap. That's amazing. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Dude, they're rocking out David Robertson. He's over $50 million over the, the – uh, no, not 50. They are over $33 million over the last threshold for the fucking – And they pack. still need a starting pitcher. Yeah, they're going to sign Rodon because fuck you. they're gonna give him 36 a year watch like yeah dude fucking steve cohen is like a properly hinged uh nicer guy version of george steinbrenner (laughs) 
he doesn't like, give I, a fuck. Yeah, like I'm just gonna fucking out buy all of you because suck my. My dick. favorite thing. <laughs> We're we're gonna be like a a positive like Mets podcast going forward probably. Yes. <laughs> My favorite thing about Steve Cohen though is that all these other owners like the only way they make their money is by like the baseball teams and whatnot. This guy literally is just like, and here's play money, three hundred and thirty six million dollars. Here you go, here you go, guys. I want to win. <laughs> 336 He wants to win his childhood team a fucking ring. I respect it. But they're not done. I don't know how, like, that's the thing I'm trying to, like... What what happens when he gets... He's like, you know what? 400. Fuck it. What happens when he's like Bassett and Rodon? We're done here. Like, there's there's no way Daniel Vogelbach is going to be their DH next year. That's not happening. Like, J.D. Martinez, yeah. Right? He's, like, I fully expect they're going to bring in a, a better DH... And a starting pitcher, that's probably going to be like another $35, $40 million. That's yeah, G- GM for the Mets is the easiest job in the history of sports. <laughs> it really is. Like, just like, yeah, I want that guy. Okay, go ahead. Fuck it. What, <laughs> what if Dave Dombrowski was the Mets GM? Oh, my God. The payroll would be $800 million. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that would, that would be, great. like, so cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Dave walks in and goes, look. I have an idea. I was just thinking, what if we sign Do it. Zan- Xander? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I have Xander, Correa, and Swanson. We'll take them all. We'll just kind of, you know, our infield will be the best it's ever been. Is like, well, what if the fuck are we waiting for? Why you waste your time talking to me? <laughs> because, like, uh, Dave Dombrowski is already amazing at, like, sugar-talking owners and just, like, opening their checkbook. So, like, imagine, like, just the destructive damage that would do with Steve Cohen. <laughs> A dude right. who's already the checkbook is already open, like it's wide open on the table. It doesn't need to be opened again. <laughs> which, which for the way Hogdale, the way you brought up, you know, you said Dave's really good at sugarcoating the owners, which I think is true. That's the one, one concern I have right now. Is that a strength of Himes? Right, because yeah. I'm sure he wanted to go further for Xander. I believe that the sadness is real. I just don't think that's his strength to go. You should probably go more years and more money because you don't want to lose this guy. Do you like, think that eight two hundred would have done it? This this off season? Yeah. No. No, because what the Padres offered was nuts. What was it? Eleven for two eighty, right? Yeah. yeah. Like that's still eighty million dollars more <laughs> and three more years of term. I just don't. I think last spring training that would have got it done. Yes, last spring trade that definitely gets it done. But I they mean, offered him four for nine. It's terrible. Yeah. Just... I, Listen, I take Rodon. I mean, people are scared of injuries, but at the same time, I say grow a pair of balls. What you live in fear of injuries, <laughs> coward. <laughs> I want. I want Senga. I'm sorry. I'm I do want Senga really bad. And if you gave me if you gave me Jose Iglesias and then trade for a DH, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm I'm very happy for this offseason. Totally. Well, they dude, they got Edwin Diaz and David Robertson. Yeah. They just Jesus don't care, man. They fucking just don't care. Christ. Yep. And people Paging, are saying, No, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Paging Taylor Rogers. Taylor Rogers. They will too. Yep. Man, people are like saying, like talking about the Mets like they're a normal team too. Like, wow. 
This is such a bad deal. Bad to whom? Steve Cohen has unlimited money. Get it through your dumb fucking brain. Money is Remember nothing. Remember when Steve Cohen was on, on Twitter? That was funny. <laughs> you know what would be such a baller fucking move right now? If he announced that they just slash prices by 50% for all uh, tickets and concession stands because he wants full sellout at every fucking game. And Bruce Springsteen's going to do the national anthem every home game. Yes. Every home game. Everyone. Because it should be an event. They're going to they're gonna have flyovers before every fucking game. That'd be great. Wow. Had, I, what, what do you fucking mean they're going to have them? They already do. Do you realize how close the fucking city field is to the fucking airport? What if he, he buys that airspace and goes, get that shit away from my ballpark? I love him. I, I swear, dude. I went to I went to City Field, and great ballpark, honestly. But it was just so weird watching the fucking like I'm sitting over. I think it was in right field, and you just see the planes fucking flying over every like ten minutes. For the record, oh what God. you what you brought up there, Brad. If legitimately the Sox sign Carlos Rodon. That's exactly the overreaction that I'm talking about, right? That would be it. Like, they definitely weren't going to do that. And they're like, oh, I guess we should do this shit now. now when and they, that would, yeah. they would do more too. Yeah, because they're going to trade for Shane Bieber afterwards. <laughs> Listen, it could. They really Can could. I just, my biggest fear, by the way, is the fact that Ed put it out in the universe that Tanner Houck was not on the, uh, the, the trust meter. If they trade Tanner Houck, I'm, then I'm going to lose the shit. I, I don't I like think he is he's on the saying that. I, th- I think he is on the uh, – I think he they're seeing him as a starter. I think that's where Ed has him. Yeah, I think they are projecting him as a starter. I also realistically think he might get dealt like oh. very soon here. Just as like kind of an odd man out, you know, because if they're bringing Rodon or like or make a trade for uh, someone else or bring in Senga and you already have this really good bullpen – Tanner Huck's kind of excess goods. You can use him as a dude who really has value to bring in another, you know, really good piece of value along with some prospects to trade along to upgrade other parts of the team. You want a hot take? Trade Nick, trade Nick Pavetta then. Whoa. Whoa. I get that. Mm -hmm. Brady. It's not again, anti Nick Pavetta. It's not anti Nick Pavetta. (laughs) Why? Tanner, that bullpen right now can be fucking ferociously good. And Tanner Houck can be what Garrett Whitlock was. That one and a third, one and two third that shuts it down. You can win so many fucking ball games that you had no business winning. That's what needs to happen. But I don't want Tanner Houck going fucking anywhere for anyone at all. No, thank well, you. Best thing is, you, yeah, if you use you him as a piece to get Willie Adonis, like I, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of down. Listen, what, who's on the who Sale or Paxton? That makes a starting pitcher. But between the two of them, I consider them one. Okay, <laughs> I agree. I don't. Know. Right? I don't, I don't think it's so. We were talking, and Ed said that he doesn't see Paxton as a starter. He sees him as one of the long reliever, uh, lefty relievers. I think that's cute. I just don't think it's going to happen. I I think it's Chris Paxton or James Sale. Right? The, however you want to do it, like. <laughs> That's one starter, okay? That's one. How many innings per game do you think you get out of the both of those? Oh, six. I'm hoping to get total 22 starts between the two of them. That's so 11 per? Yep. So how I'm not you, confident how you... Chris Sale ever throws a pitch again with his luck, bro. Like, genuinely. Like, 
then you're going to bring in somebody, Nate, Sanga, someone, ever, right? You got you got Whitlock, you got uh, Bayo, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just being real for a second. If you have to make somewhere, Tanner Houck is going to impact. Like, you can go Cutter Crawford as your number five. You can. Bro. What? What? Oh, no. This Robertson was interested in pitching for the Red Sox. Our bullpen's he's, already lit. Give he's, a fuck. For, he's from Rhode Island. I Get think. out of your bum. Dis- you disgust me. We if, ride if, with Chris okay. Martin. <laughs> Which is, for the record, if he doesn't play a goddamn Coldplay song when he comes in, there's something really wrong with this world. Yes, 100% agree. I was worried like Rodone signed with the Mets or something. You were giving me a panic attack there, Brad. <laughs> Rodone. <laughs> hey, can I just really quick do this one? Can you just give me your predictions of who is the shortstop for next year? Not who do you want, but what, what like when when all said and done, how do you think the Red Sox actually legitimately address? I, I, I'll this? go first. I'll go first. Go I reluctantly think that Story is going to be their shortstop. So who's second base? Christian Arroyo. Okay. Either that or we're going to go get Brian Reynolds and he's going to play center field and then we're going to get fucking Kike playing short. Don't hate that. It's okay. I don't hate that. Uh, Dude, Willie Thomas just seems like such a high move, especially the Rays connection. Like he was a Ray, like fucking uh, Good bat, solid, solid defender. Like he was a four and a half WAR player last year. Willie Adams is not a bad player at all, and from what I remember, he's not making an unreasonable amount of money. I to me, that's such a high move, especially with the it appears that the Brewers are rebuilding. Can I? All right, here's mine. Ready? Story is your shortstop. Okay. My favorite non-Red Sox player in baseball, Gene Segura, comes motherfucking it's home twice. <laughs> for the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> Christian Vasquez is back as my catcher. Let's fucking go. Brandon Drury is my motherfucking DH. And we trade for Shane Bieber. It's time. Yes. And Heim goes, hold my beer, bitches. Yep. Sign Rodon and then also uh, fucking trade for Bieber. Do both. Imagine like Bieber Rodon as a one-two. Fuck. <laughs> you don't Say need that. Chris Paxton. It's he's great. Chris Paxton. Chris Paxton or James Sale? That's that's a Very hell of a good. number three. <laughs> James Sale actually sounds better than Chris Paxton. Chris James Paxton. Christopher Sale. Mm, no. Mm-hmm. Paige Jackson. <laughs> Paxton Sale. Yes. Saxton Ale. No? Look, I'm Chris, trying to work it. Chris James. No, <laughs> that's the worst one. James Chris. <laughs> James Chris would be funny. JC. Yep, JC. Yeah. Listen, there's Chris. lots of possibilities. Brad, are there's we a possibility? There's what'd you say? Are we fucked for this year or are we gonna be okay? When all when the smoke clears. The problem we're not fucked. Xander no, leaving not. doesn't fuck us. Will we be okay when the spring training starts? Will Heim and the ownership have fixed this hole that we feel right now? The I honestly think the only way they fix this hole is if they sign uh, extend Devers. Yes, and they have to do that before spring training. They cannot let him go to free agency. No, not even a fucking will. Don't let it happen. As Lou Merloni said, then you got to trade him if you can't. 
then you have to. And I goddamn don't want to do it. But if you know you're going to get there, you got to get something for him. No, you're right. Yeah, you, there's no reason you can't lock him up, though. I mean, you 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 pay him. You fucking pay him. Fuck. Oh my god. It has to. It has to. We're gonna we're gonna be okay, guys. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Off season left. Oh hell yeah! This is where I for the, having. We didn't hear shit about Jansen. Then it's like boom. We didn't hear shit about Yoshida, and then boom. Hein keeps the shit under wraps. Like my favorite part of the Yoshida signing was his, like literally like right before it was announced, he was out there talking about how how they like him and whatnot. Yeah. Made no like made nothing like noteworthy of saying like oh yeah we're very interested or anything. None of that. <laughs> so, well, what what do you think, Brady? You think you think that this. We're going to be all right. You think uh, after the smoke clears, we'll be fine once spring training starts? I think fans will be more than happy, but I don't think – it's not a Carlos Correa fix. It's a it's it's a pieces of the hole. And, yeah, I think Devers gets extended, and you're going to look at the team and go, damn, we're pretty deep. You're going to like what you're going to see when we're done. And ownership will go over the luxury tax threshold. Uh, they will not go over the fifth, fifth luxury <laughs> No, no, no. But whatever, it's two forty. I think it is, or two th- what? Two thirty. Well, Steve Cohen's trying to get over the hidden sixth, like the mythical sixth tier of luxury tax threshold. Like that's what he's doing. Oh my god! <laughs> Joyce just posted. She said, "Sign JD, and I'll buy season tickets to Stephen Cohen." Is is Tony Clark personal friends with uh, with Cohen? Who? Tony Clark. Tony Clark, Steve Cohen and Tony oh, Clark would be like I, totally cool. Yeah. He's like, you're keeping the union strong, buddy. Right? Like, yep, yep. I think we're going to be good. We're going to be good. I do. I Big credit to Tim because that trade, if William Adamas and Yelich really solves a lot of problems quick. Yeah, trade. And then you trade Verdugo. No, I don't even want to do that. I want a fucking DH, let a rotational DH. Got it. You got now you want a rotational DH? Now I'm in a whole new world, my friend. I have to <laughs> fucking be flexible here. I didn't want Xander to go, but now this is where I am. So I am growing now. I got a closer. He's unlocked his zen. Like, you know. Like, <laughs> I got a closer. I was told that Hein would never spend big on a closer because that's not what he would do. Well, I got the best one, bitches. <laughs> I didn't get Brad Boxberger. Right, that's the bark. Yeah, I didn't get Brad. You washed up hand. I didn't get that. You fucking wanted hand too. I sure did want because I wanted a closer, (laughs) but I got one that was. I didn't allow myself to dream this hard. Right, this is great. This is amazing. Oh, you got it, Tim. It's good. They're gonna be good. They're gonna be really fucking good. We're not gonna get Carlos Correa, but God damn it, I know we all wish that that he would. We're not going to get Dansby Swanson, although if we do, I I'm going to be less than thrilled. Yeah, like, I don't know about that. <laughs> Good hair game though. Elite hair game. Gene Segura. Oh. <laughs> if Gene Segura comes, we're okay. If Gene Segura comes, Brady's coming. <laughs> it's true. It's true. All he does is hit the fucking ball. He doesn't strike out. He puts the ball in play. He hits. All we'll right. be on base like a motherfucker. Let's go. I can't wait. All right. 
So um, one last thing before we do go, and this is uh, this is non-baseball related, and this is not really related to the podcast itself, but uh, I want to say congratulations uh, to Brady's wife. Uh, congratulations to Jenny. Uh, she has gone through her 12 rounds of chemo. Um, Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, still got a little bit more to go. Uh, no longer with the chemo or anything. She's got a couple surgeries that she has to get done. Um, and we're all pulling for you and rooting for you. And uh, you got a good guy here, even though we give him a lot of shit. And uh, congratulations to Jenny. Thanks, guys. Uh, with that being said, uh, we no longer have an outro. And uh, we will be working on that as well. So uh, this has been brought to you by Belly Up Sports Media. Later. Deuces. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.